gentlemen welcome to the season finale of diggy a2 for season one and we're talking about these gentlemen rolling 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 with kid and play right so uh first off i want to give a shout out to everybody the entire hip-hop community i know i say it every single week but i mean that from the bottom of my heart from all of our followers supporters everyone that has reached out to me uh it is this has been what i've shared with my guest today a hip-hop journey even for me i learned a lot of things about myself i learned a lot about hip-hop and it's just been a great ride and i am so excited to close out season one so much success and even more success to come um in the future but with that being said we're gonna shift gears we got uh the same three cats that were with me last week we got william the emperor board we got frank k dog catch him down here and we're going to be talking about these two gentlemen kid and play christopher reed and christopher martin both from new york uh one from queens one from the bronx uh they uh i'm gonna show some short accolades here real quick so uh they were uh, they went to rival high schools, got together, and decided to form a rap group. Uh, I think I want to say Play was with uh, Herbie Lovebug at the time and his clique. Uh, Herbie Lovebug is responsible for Salt and Pepper, who we talked about a couple weeks back. So that whole clique, that's why Salt and Pepper and Kid and Play were kind of in some of the same videos and things like that uh, because of that connection. Uh, the DJ is DJ Wiz, with DJ Wiz in the house on the cutting <laughs> stills. That's my dude. Uh, they are world famous famous for the kid and play kickstep which is uh their famous dance moves uh and they got that inspired from a 1920s uh mm. dance that they had back in the day they brought it back to life later on uh these guys had a saturday morning cartoon for one season and they made uh four albums house party one two three and class act and you guys they uh box office 67 million dollars for those four movies you guys collectively so to me that is unheard of from a hip-hop artist in that time or any time uh so that is just tremendous stuff they did outside of will smith outside of will smith right outside of will smith i don't think there's any other box office hip-hop artists besides them uh they were the first ones to break ground into motion pictures and but they made a couple albums um one album too hype uh, released in October of 88, when Gold, the album that was a part of uh, House Party, which was called Fun House, released in 1990, also went gold. So Kid and Play do not have a platinum album, but their 
um, impact in hip hop is solidified without question. That is why we're talking about them. That's why we're wrapping up the season with these guys. I'm excited. I grew up on Kid and Play. I'm so excited about this. And I cannot wait to see what Frank's impact statement is for the week. I've been waiting for this all week. He has a bold announcement, you guys. And we're going to get to it here in just a little bit. But, gentlemen, thank you once again for uh, going on this journey with me and my team. Uh, I can't thank you enough. And uh, I want to get a hold of my glass here, my hand dog that I have every single week to you two. Uh, cheers to us. Cheers to a successful season one. And I'm going to pass the mic over to Frank first. So, Frank, what is your favorite memory of Kid and Play? Man. I love the uh, rolling with uh, – I love rolling with uh, Kid and Play video. Yeah. But what I really liked, and, and it came out in House Party 1, was probably the most epic rap battle ever when kid and play went at it and oh man i yeah. love that i love it i, li I like yeah. how they incorporate it into the movie house party one you know uh, you know i watched it just like you know a lot of us did um but man i got a lot of memories from them it's just crazy like when they came out you know toward the end of the 80s we talk yeah. about all the time the shit um uh gangster rap was starting to come out and yeah. they were just like a fun you know like yeah, just a fun group, man. They kept it positive. Um, they really brought, like, especially when they started doing the movies, man, like, I think they were probably the first to bring, uh, you know, to, uh, like, black teenagers, you know, seeing it mainstream. And, yeah. and man, I, I can relate with those guys. And, yeah. and, and and I think, you know, that's where it all started, their impact. But I, I think as this show goes on tonight, we'll, we'll get more into their impact. And uh, we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll let it be known that, it wasn't just their music. It was everything that they did to, to push, push the uh, culture forward. So, All right. That's what's up, Frank. Great opening statement. Same question, uh, William James. So uh, uh, what's your favorite Kid and Play memory, man? Everybody loves Kid and Play. I'm a huge fan. So what's your favorite memory of Kid and Play? My – it's difficult to say. My, my favorite memory of them had to do with um, – that song they have last night and yeah. it was uh that's one that was their first oh, song their very first song all, yeah last night yeah. yeah yeah i really had a ball so that sample so it's funny so i hear that song and i was asking a friend i'm like hey who is that he's like it's this group kid plays like yeah you know what i'm saying i got this tape he's like um it's like they're kind of dope i'm like okay cool so i listen yeah. and whatever so you have to understand at that time I was trying to kind of figure out, you know, who I was, you know, I was a teenager <clears throat> in high school. And so I said, you know what, screw this, man. I was like, I know a lot of cats got fades. I'm gonna grow a high top fade. No <laughs> joke, no <laughs> joke. Two months later, they blow the hell up and freaking rolling with kid and play is like all over. <laughs> and everybody's like, I come to, like one day I come to school and it's like, oh, that's the unique, you know, nerd right there. You know what I'm saying? It's got the, the perfectly quaffed high top fade. It's yeah. almost like the Egyptian crown going from back to front, you know, but it's, it's, some people call me stovetop. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> next day, oh my God, it's Kid and Play. 
Mm. <laughs> no, you gotta put a picture of that. Bruh. You gotta put a picture. Yeah, we, we need that picture, man. We need that. Okay, man. Yeah, no, all, we need that footage, all, dog. If they haven't been burned, I, I'm gonna try to confiscate all of them and burn them. Okay? <laughs> no, man. Like, we Listen, my high top fade was 12 inches from the crown to the tip. Ah, I had to dang. duck inside of my dad's brand new New Yorker to get in it. I am not kidding you. That's dude. crazy. That's crazy. No, he said kidding. I'm not joking, dude. For <laughs> real. Yeah, there were talks of uh, kids' high top fade. I think the tallest it was was 10 inches. Was the tallest yeah. that it that it was uh, at its yeah. peak. So, Mine I mean, these was guys at were least two inches taller. Yeah, I mean that's and that's I insane. Kept a pick and a brush with me. That's crazy, yo. I, yeah, we gotta get some pictures of that, yo. We, we gotta yeah, show the fans indeed. that. We gotta show the fans that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's crazy. Um, yeah, my same sentiments is also. Uh, I grew up on Kid and Play. Uh, I saw House Party in the theaters when it came out. Um, saw House Party two in the theaters in the early nineties. Um, huge fan. Love rolling with Kid and Play. Uh, love the Fun House. I mean. I mean, my, my, my kid's introduction to old school hip hop was Kid and Play. So, I mean, like Kid and Play is <laughs> is like the cornerstone of just fun hip hop, good times, good vibes. And uh, it's just really good. Feel good music. You know what I mean? Just really good. Feel good music. Like Frank mentioned, their battle in House Party is a classic moment in hip hop. Um, which, yeah. which I remember like watching the movie and I was like, oh damn, okay, play kind of what Adam, but then Kid came back, yeah. you know what I mean? But he's like, you know, we, uh, K-I-D, uh, what's the, uh, K-I-D spell backwards spells your best. Yeah, I was like, ooh, okay, okay, that was kind of mean with it though. So they're just a really fun group, you guys, and I got great memories, but let's get into more of the discussion about Kid and Play and their impact. I'm on hip hop. So I'm going to pass the mic to Frank on this one. And Frank, I have been itching all week to hear about your bold statements. I'm going to put you on blast right now in front of the entire fan base that we have. What is your bold statement on top of Kid and Play's impact on hip hop? I got to hear this, man. I'm all ears, bro. <laughs> so so on the poll this week, uh, you asked about, you know, they the greatest duos uh in hip-hop or whatever and i said you know probably right. probably top 10. but then i was thinking about it and i know that a lot of people the the vote winners were top 20. i got it. so most people thought yeah probably top 20 but i started thinking about it and let me tell you so they they were the first group to bring in to to use like the big hooks in their songs um they brought dance into hip-hop yeah uh, no question. Some people say, ah, some of their lyrics were corny, this and that, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'll say. I love Biggie Smalls. I think, man, that guy was so talented, right? And everyone's like, he's, he's one of the greatest of all time. I think when we look at impact on music, kid and play, you could probably put them in the top five. I would even say the top two of all time on their impact on hip-hop biggie small he had a couple albums kid and play had three four whatever Ooh. but when you look at all the other things the fashion and, and i'm getting I'm, i mean we want to break it down we'll break it down but okay like okay the fashion the the you know get uh of course the music um you talked about it earlier about they had their they were the first rap rappers to have their own cartoon Right, besides MC Hammer. Rapper. Right, true, mm -hmm. true. Facts. 
I think Hammer came later that, with the cartoons. Hammer came later, Hammer, but yeah, there were only two that I know of that were hip hop artists that had cartoons, or Saturday morning yeah. cartoons. Yeah. But then Kid and Play had their own comic book. And True. then you True. talk about the fashion, you know, when Play came out with Ivy, PLA, AI, uh, Foreplay, or whatever. Yeah. He came out with that before Russell Simmons, you know, uh, came out with his stuff. Um, yeah. He, they, they inspired, you know, Rockaware, you know, when Jay Z came out with that in the late 90s. And then yeah. now you look just the other day, Kanye West came out with, with Yeezy or, or whatever his line is. And uh, yeah. dude, these guys, but when we talk about impact, uh, you talked about uh, Salt and Pepper. They, so they all worked at Sears together before yeah. they all started. Kid and Play, Salt and Pepper, all of them. True. Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, he worked, too. A, he worked at a gas station or something across the street. But but play, well, Kid worked on Salt and Pepper's like their album covers, right? right. He, he designed them, mm-hmm. played it all their all all their gear, which kept Salt and Pepper like kept them in the mold. He mm-hmm. he did their jackets for pushing. The these jacket. guys were, yep, he did. Yeah, these Indeed. these guys were making clothing and jackets for Michael Jordan during his heyday. Man, you know what? Yeah, and I then, saw facts. I saw facts. I saw facts. And then, and then Martin Lawrence, like they, man, they really, they took, they took Martin Lawrence on tour with him. They took Kid Capri on tour with them. That yes. was the first time that Kid Capri went on tour. Man, they, they brought him up. They made Martin Lawrence a star. So dude, it just yeah. wasn't. No, it wasn't just about the music, man. They, they, they brought other people in and made them successful. And then the, you know, like I say, you talk about the fashion. Now they're in cartoons, dude. These guys, and, and let's talk about the high top fame. That we hope we see a picture of boys. <laughs> what what's what's going on in the world today in 2020? All these NBA players running around with the with the little with the little high top thing. Yeah, like, dude, yeah, it's coming back. These yeah, dudes, they, these dudes set some stuff in motion, man. And I'll tell you, their impact overall, not just with the music, but dude, the entire culture with the movies and everything, man. These guys have impacted a lot of different, a lot of different people. And I and and I'm telling you, Run DMC in the 80s. No question, you know, we, we debated that early on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did so much for, for hip hop. Kid and play, dude, I don't know. They they did so many other things to bring hip hop along as well. So I don't know. I I just think, man, maybe top two, top three greatest duos, uh duo of all time. Ooh, I, I really so. that's bold. Yeah. That's a bold yeah. statement. You yeah. were lying about that. I was not expecting you to say that. I was yeah. not expecting that. Uh that is pretty bold, but I think you have articulated enough evidence to prove your point. However, I primarily don't agree with you, but I do understand your right. point. They have done a lot yeah. for the culture. Um, they were doing movies when no other rap groups were doing movies. None. Um, they and, and make it so bug, right? So check this out. So when I was going through my studies this week, did you know that House Party was meant for DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Did you guys yeah. know that? Like... I was I was gonna mention. Like, well, so how how was that going to how was that going to affect that movie? You know what I mean? Like I can't even imagine that movie with them two in it. Like you know what I mean? Like it just no, I don't think no, they could have because the Fresh Prince was so clean and and he was it, I don't yeah. think it would have worked. Kid play like had that. Imagining Janet Jackson's do, Janet Jackson doing my prerogative instead of Bobby Brown. Exactly, exactly. Like it's yeah. it's it's just it I, I don't I don't see it, but I was like, wow, okay, well, how in the hell was as squeaky clean as Will Smith was, how was he gonna pull off a rated R movie 
but Kid and Play did it. They did it clever. It was smart. It was funny. It was hip hop. And Frank, I, I, I don't agree, but I can see your point. Solidified their place in hip hop. How was their impact in hip hop there? Uh, not only in the 80s, but moving beyond as well, too, because these guys are making movies when I don't remember any other hip hop star making movies yeah. during those early, uh, early, late 80s going into the 90s there. I'm going to preface the answer with this I'm a grown Alpha Sierra Sierra man, okay? I don't like cursing, so you get the point. <clears throat> Check. Uh, the reason I said that is because I don't change my mind often. When I when I've made up my mind, it's made up. Frank has turned me almost 180 <laughs> degrees. I am not kidding you, dude. <clears throat> and that takes some doing. Yeah. <clears throat> In fact, what I'm about to tell you is probably going to lend credence, not only credence to what he said, but it's going to add to the to the to the believability of okay. what he said, credibility. Okay. So you have to understand. Not only did Kid and Play have a broad impact on hip hop, they brought in the go-go sound. You know what I'm saying? Popularized yeah. it because yeah. the the rolling with Kid and Play, yeah. that's a DC sound. You know True. what I'm saying? Yeah, go-go yes. sound. Yeah. You know True. what I'm saying? True. You know, like um, who's the guy? Um, um, there's another guy. He's um, you know, oh um. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me clear my throat. Yeah, That's yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they popularized that long before that guy ever hit the scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they yeah. put DC on the map. Not only that, you have to understand, Kid and Play in several different movies had full force in their video, okay? True. Now, yes. A lot of people don't know who full force is. But well, those yeah. dudes, that was full force. Yeah. And... And another ancillary fact, they were connected implicitly with Samantha yes. and a few other artists. Yeah. You know yep. Sam? Yep. So not only you have to understand, you got when you had like rap acts in the eighties, you had <clears throat> and from Kid and Play, you had your when you wanted rap acts that you wanted to convince your mom to purchase a hip hop album about, you had your Kid and Play, you had your Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, you had your Salt and Pepper, you had your Queen Latifah, you had your yeah. Heavy D. Yeah. They fell yeah. into those categories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same, the same thing that the same way Heavy D and and Joe C and all those Uptown MCA guys, the same thing they did for that for the New Jack Swing, Kid and Play kind of did for Go Go. Their impact is so understated and underappreciated. I remember on that first video, the first podcast we did, when I said a lot of cats, OLL a check. Yeah. A lot of cats, old kid, and play a check, and I and yeah. I'm jumping on a bandwagon with Frank's bold statement. I'm telling you, beforehand, I would have definitely put EPMD's impact above them, but now I'm sitting up here, and now that I've got the entire breadth, I'm like, whoa, yeah. It see, it sounds sacrilegious for me to say that kid and play probably had a larger impact on hip hop than EPMD, and I'm not gonna say it, but it cannot be discounted. Yeah. Okay. You can't I'm be discredited. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna say top two, but I'll say damn. As far as duos go, yeah, they have to be top five, dude. I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but I mean, <laughs> go, I, I, go, go top two with me, baby. Seriously, go top two with me, baby. I'm, I'm not. I can't do it, Frank. I can't. <laughs> he do said it. go I, top I, two with me. He said go I top two with me. I'm, I'm trying. I'm 
trying to reach the ladder, Frank. Hold on, I can't reach the rung. Oh, oh, oh man, yo, that is so crazy. And <laughs> and to make it even more crazy, Kitten plays our season finale. So we have we have had some juggernauts this yes, season. We're talking yes. about LL Cool J, Run DMC, Salt and Pepper. We've had the Beastie Boys. Like we've had some yes. juggernauts. And yeah. out of all of everyone that we showcased. Frank is gonna say that Kid and Play is one of the most, if not, if not number one, number two of one of the most influential <laughs> hip hop groups for That's the culture. Cool. That is bold, and I applaud you for that, my dude. I applaud you for that for being for sticking with that. I mean, I, there's there's no other way to to uh, and you, and you got the the facts to back it up. But I want to talk about lastly though. Kitten plays demise. Everybody has a demise as they transition into the 90s. Now, I did some digging into this, and I wanted to pass the mic to you for this one, Frank, uh, first, because Kitten Play had a little uh, altercation uh, with a group uh, from Miami called the Two Live Crew. So uh, I went back and checked this out, and um, Frank, I'm going to let you have the mic on this one first, man. So... What is your opinion about Kitten Play's demise in the music world? Well, you know, they, they kind of kept, they made, I think, House Party 3 was in 94, so they were a little yeah. bit relevant. And that's when they, yeah, that's when they, yeah. That's when it kind of fell off, they, but yeah, I want to yeah. say, musically, though, when they had this beef with the two live crew, I want to say that was the nail in the coffin for their music career. Uh, so, Frank, let me share your thoughts on this and the demise of their music career, uh, and also a little bit of the beef uh, with Two Live Crew. So, what? So, what do you, what do you know about this? Yeah. So, yeah, un Uncle Luke kind of, kind of like LL did. Did uh, well, oh, you drinking? Hold on, I'll wait till you're done. <laughs> kind of like LL did with Kubo D. Hey, when they got to that beef and Luke got him, yeah, that, that really, honestly, that that really was, I mean, really, the end of their music yeah. career. It was. But, but before but before I said that, let, let me let me go back one time. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm about to get Boyd on, on board here. So when Martin Lawrence started hosting Deaf Comedy Jam, the first Bam. the first the first eight episodes, right? Mm -hmm. All his gear, play designed that. Yeah. Right. Seriously, you're right. That's right. Absolutely That's right. Fact. And then and then when Kid Capri would always say, you know, here comes Martin. Mm -hmm. That that wasn't Kid Capri, that was Kid. From oh, Kid wow. and Play doing that. Now that I didn't. So, know. dude, yeah, these dudes were like, I'm telling you, man, they do. I was like, how you got your hand in every cookie jar? Like, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah. so 94. That I didn't know. So, wow, that's crazy. So, so back to like 94, right? I think 95, yeah. whatever. Yeah. When they when they got in that beef, all right, with Luke, that you talk about that put that put the nail in the coffin. But I think also too, I know at that time, Kid and Play were both going through some. They have personal issues. Like Clay yeah, was yeah. talking about how he was, he would walk around like he's play, not Christopher. Right. And, and he was right. having issues with his, you know, with his, uh, with with his, uh, I don't know if he was married at the time, his girlfriend, wife, or whatever. Right. Right. And he was married kid, to that lady uh, from uh, Coming to America, the light-skinned lady yep. from Coming to America. He's married yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had her yeah. name yeah. in my head, and I was gonna, yeah. Yeah. So, so. Got two live crew coming out, and he got that. And then Kid was talking about it at the same time. I can't remember what was going on with him. I think he was just like he wasn't feeling the the kid and play thing anymore. And he yeah. said, "I just want to go. I, I want to go out west." And so I think I think, man, dude, you ain't coming at Uncle Luke, man. Like he, like you know, he, dude, he will end your career. And then going through personal stuff like that, 
Yeah. I think it's just maybe they just lost their mojo or just I really think they just lost their love of making music. But yeah. I will say I, I heard a guy say the other day, um, he was talking talking to these two dudes. He's like, Y'all still be hanging out? And dude's like, Man, we tighter than kid and play. And I was like, What? <laughs> That's like a saying, right? Dude, they got cats out here thirty years later, man. Dude, think about I'm it. Man. Think on about that. it. I got the shirt on, man. It's 2020. Yeah. It's 2020. I, I got man. the shirt on. I'm still a fan, dude. I'm still a fan. You know what I mean? But come on. Age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like that fine wine you're drinking over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, my so dude. Cheers. Killing <laughs> 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 my man. So. I think all those things, because not only did I think they even realized, I think they sensed it. Yeah. So they brought in groups like Immature, TLC. Yeah. Yes. Another, yes. Another thing. That's was, a good point. Exactly. And I think they realized, okay, we can't do it alone. You know what I'm saying? In fact, I want to say it was it was uh, another fact that's gonna blow your freaking mind. I think it was who was it, Kid or Play? I think that was engaged in the third one. The third house party. Uh, it was movie. kid. It was kid. Yeah. It was yeah. Kid. He yeah. was engaged in the third house party movie. Do you know? You want to know what other significant, uh, what significant role that actress played? Because she was a model. I'm gonna give you five seconds. A model. Uh, Iman. Ah, Felicia. Really? Oh. Wow. Uh, okay. Actress. No joke. Wow. No joke. Okay. She cleans up down. pretty good. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Felicia cleaned up, cleaned well, up good, man. Wow. I, yo, that's oh Please yeah, that's well. mind blown. I didn't know that, yo. You <laughs> think all the all the stuff I got up here? I did not know that. I did. I didn't connect I had to that drop together. Because Frank dropped the nuke. Okay, I had I had to drop some kind of missile. Damn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Craig, let me see if you can your microwave. Let me your microwave. Your VCR. She said, Frank, what, she said, what y'all smoking on? Yeah. <laughs> no, we clowning, man. Oh, but, yeah, well, we, we up here clowning, having a good time, man. But no, that, 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 that's a great, that's a great point. And I'm going to close things out. Um, with some things I learned uh, this past week with that beef. So basically the yeah. way that it started was kind of inadvertently. So Kid and Play was in an yeah. interview. They said some things about about Luke and didn't, like it really wasn't like a big thing, but man, then it made it. So they took the first shot. So Kid and Play made a record. Um, I want to say on, uh, not, uh, it was the Face the Nation. They had an album called Face the Nation. So they made yeah, a record on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going at going at Luke, so Luke responds back, right? Luke responds back with a song called "Spot." Now I won't say the rest of the the the, the name of the song, but it's 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 coming at him pretty hard. It's coming at him really hard. So yeah. when you go back, so you guys go back and listen to the this song called "Spot" from yeah. Luke. Luke doesn't even rap on the song, right? To go to your point, nope. boy, Luke don't even rap. Yeah. Luke's like, you know what? I'm gonna sick my boys on you. So we six on he six on kid and play these cats called JT Money and Bust Down, yep. and these guys they go in Ooh. they go in hard. I mean like it's it's yeah it, it was the end of their rap career once that record came yeah. out. Like I, I won't go into the uh, explicitives on this on this on this platform, but 
you guys do your homework go check it out go look up spot and the rest of the name of the song is by luke it's with jt money and bust down and these guys go in yeah kid and play like like no other and i don't think their music career recovered but i think yeah. their place in hip-hop is solidified and we pay homage to kid and play kid and play is one of my favorite old school hip hop artists. So I'm a huge fan, been a fan for years and it's great to close the season out with them in particular. But gentlemen, we got to wrap things up. We got to do a season one wrap up, man. Like this is insane. Yeah. Uh, I, this is this is crazy how we've gotten this far from a couple of ideas on piece of paper to where this is at. But uh, I'm going to close things out and I'm going to pass the mic to Frank uh k-dog first so frank who are your shout outs going to this weekend also who are you going to be shouting out uh for the season man so anything in particular that you saw during the season that you want to spot out or want the fans to go back and take a look at uh from uh previous episodes man i gotta tell you through man the season you like man like you said man you, you had some juggernauts man <laughs> like it, it was amazing you set the bar high starting off with ll you know, and um, man, it just it just kept growing. And I just think you got. Uh, I went back and counted. I think you had eleven different guests on the yeah. show. And if there's there's one thing that I I'd like to see different going forward, um, man, we got to get more people involved. You know, yeah. like I thought I thought when man, like like the NWA episode when you had your boys, man from yeah. LA. Yeah. They grew up during that time. Dude, yeah. I think that is that was amazing, man. And thank you, man. Thank you. I was dude, that was that was just that man, that was perfect. And and that's why when you did the two live crew, and I was trying to reach out to these guys that are our age. I grew up in Miami yeah. and you know yeah. they, they didn't get on. But I, I hope next season uh more guests come on. You know, like I said, you don't want to hear the 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 little fat Italian from Arizona. <laughs> Y'all wanna hear you don't want to hear William from from Detroit hockey town on every episode you know so if we could just get more people involved have more say just get more because man i learned so much from just hearing everybody's different perspective whether yeah. whether i agreed with it or not yeah I, you know i always listen with an open mind and i said you know what man maybe they got a point you know and, yeah. and, and it did and it made me go back and research things go back yeah. watch videos listen to music so so it kind of reintegrated me back you know to to the old school hip-hop oh man i haven't heard that you know I haven't heard that song in, in 10 years and yeah. so it was just awesome man so i just i just think um i got no beef with man the the, the way you set it up the, the way it's evolved it's been amazing man um dude i just wanna hey my shout outs go go to you man like hey you had a hey, you had a vision a lot of people have a vision they don't follow through with it you know and um yeah and you're doing that and you're making an impact on a lot of people's lives so dude that's amazing man i'm just hey i'm just happy to be uh be a part of it, you know. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, my dude. Much love, man. Much love to you and your family. And give a hug to Kelly and the kids for me, man. And I want to get Frankie on the show. I want to get me, you, and Frankie on here one just one time, just one time. Because one of the things that to to your point, though, you know, we want to hear from the youth. We want to hear what the what the youth have to to say about certain artists. So I'm definitely gonna yeah. be you know, reaching out to some, some, some young Thundercats that have some hip-hop knowledge and, and get their perspectives on some things. They don't want to hear from the old cats, from the old school. Yeah, yeah, that, that, you know yeah my son, he's like, yeah, he, yeah, you don't want to hear from him. Like, he, he ain't you know, it, it, you, you guys but, would think so, but at the same time, we do have a voice, and, and we yeah. are listening. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
William James. So here is the thing, you guys, about William James Boyd. Um, William James Boyd, and I say his full government name for a reason because that's what we all refer to him as. He has been on eight episodes of the first season of Diggy A2 to include this one. So that means that this man has been on half of my entire season one. So I'm going to pay homage to you, sir, for spending time out of your extremely busy schedule. Frank, you were number two at five. So I'm paying homage to both of you guys. But Boyd has been with me on eight of these episodes, man. A big brother, I could not have done it without you, man. And I'm trying not to get emotional, man. But, dude, you are my ace, man. I know when like, when I need somebody to fill in, you do it without hesitation. Yeah. And, Frank, you're the same way, man. I need I need the extra person. Hey, dog, I got you, man. And, and, and that is uh, something that you cannot replace. That is years of friendship and bondship that you cannot yeah. replace, man. So, Boyd... Uh, Dog, I just the... told the whole world. Dog, I just told the whole whole world that Kenny Plays is the greatest act ever. Like, yeah, I know. Right? I, I, I got your back, dog. I got, I got your back. Yeah, you, you dropped the bomb on him today, Frank. You dropped the bomb on him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even expecting that shit, man. And I wouldn't even expect that. Hey, hey, That's I'm crazy. To, hey, hey, I'm gonna start listening to country music tomorrow, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the how the views come in, man. We get like three views on this. Yeah. Under rose and the lightning strikes. I can't deal with y'all right now. <laughs> All right, Boyd, who are you shouting out this week, man? And who are your shout outs to for the season, man? For the whole season? Give me a shout outs, man. What's going on? What's All on right. your mind? I'm going to start out my shout outs for the entire season. It may not be. I'm shouting out everybody in 203rd PSB. Oh, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? Because 203rd is where the three of us met yeah. and formed and forged our friendship. When I met Frank, Frank took me under his wing. And Frank, I mean, dude, you you are my brother. Rob is my brother, dude. Yep. And you took, you took that's, me that's under your wing. Yeah. yeah. Under me, man. 203rd, yeah. look, I'm telling you, 203rd PSB, that's my shout out for the entire season. Who I want to shout out today is my brother Bill. Uh, we served, served 12 years, and he's also served, I think he served 15 years. He was injured before we even deployed to Iraq. Wow. And his name is uh, William Charles Schultz. His name is Bill. He's got a company up here, his own construction company called um, Property Pros. That's who I'm giving my shout out to because that man, his tireless efforts, his his selfless um, contributions to society have always like be, no do, that man exemplifies yeah. everything we were taught when we were in the service. I'm not trying to get off topic or yeah. get off sentimental, but I, I had that on my heart today. And today was another uh, situation where he needed my help. And I was right there because every single time I've needed that man, he was right there. No questions asked, no enmity, nothing. He was like, you need me. That's all I, that's all that matters. And yeah. that's the type of attitude I think we could have more of in this world. And I, the lastly, because I don't want to get too deep. As men, we don't say this enough to each other. Rob, I love you. I love what you've done. I love the tenacity. I love your vision, like Frank talked about earlier. I love you. I love you. I love you. Frank, you're my brother. I love you. No matter what, I don't give two sugar honey iced teas, okay? If you guys need me, I'm there. I don't care what the deal is. 
I love you man, both. That's love, bro. I appreciate it, man. It's mad love, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. And my shout outs, man, and just reflecting back on the past 15 weeks, um, a lot has happened in the past 15 weeks. I mean, socially, emotionally, personally, like with with the with the death of Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, you yeah. know, with Breonna Taylor and 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 George Floyd, just so many things have happened. Yeah. And I tried my hardest, you guys, uh, when I started this platform, to try and stay away from social issues. But you you can't ignore it. I, I can't. There was no way for me to ignore it. Um, but we have overcome so much as a people, and and when I say as a people, I mean as as Americans, we've overcome so much. Uh, adversity and heartache and pain and I was able to go out there and march here in, in town and be with the people in my community and when I got back from that march I was emotional I had like so many different things I was going through like I never marched before and just to see everybody of different colors and shades and backgrounds all marching for the same thing we just won the equal playing field and when I created this platform on April 15th of 2020 I had no idea what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing, right? I'm 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 just uh, I'm just having fun, hanging out with my boys, talking about hip hop, uh, meeting new people, and it's opened me up and opened this platform up to a lot of individuals that may have an opportunity that wouldn't or have a voice also that wouldn't have had it had I would not been blessed with this opportunity. And uh, that's my first shout out. Just reflecting back from the last 15 weeks, yeah. a lot is going on. That's the reason I'm taking a four week break because I need to detox from all this, right? So <laughs> uh, my second shout out is going to a guy that I had a phone call with today. So I told you I was going to shout you out, dude. My homeboy, <laughs> Dion Brown. He is a part of DB Entertainment Company, a management company out of Orlando, Florida. So Dion, I had a phone call with you today. I am looking forward to doing continued business with you in the future. He's coming out to Kansas City um, here in a couple of weeks. So hopefully we can sit down and break bed and see uh, what season two looks like. So for you, uh, for so for Frank or for, um, for Will, he owns a management company. So he manages different artists. Um, and I was able to get on the phone with him today and he is managing artists and doing his thing. He's a really humble guy and an awesome guy. And I got to actually talk to him face to face today. So Dion, my dude, I'm coming for you, man. Come on this show, man. Let's debate it. Let's yeah. talk it up. Let's have a good time, yeah. man. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to meet you in person. And uh, so that's my shout out. So, and I told him, I said, look, Dion, I'm going to shout you out today. That means you have to watch this show today. You got no choice. So if I get one view from this whole entire video, that one view <laughs> better be from you uh, for, for this week. You know what I mean? But um, I want to also give a shout out to, as, as Frank mentioned, all of the guests that we've had uh, from the previous season. We've had Jesse and Damien from L.A., my homeboys from high school. Kyle and Vita from One Voice Radio here in uh, Kansas City. Vita Loca, you guys, go support her. She is the Kansas City equivalent to Angie Martinez. This woman is wow. going to blow up. Like, I'm not kidding. I'ooh. I'm not kidding. Uh, we I had Vita at the house here this week. Vita yeah. is an awesome personality. You guys can connect with her. She's going to have a show on every Saturday, um, I think at okay. 5.30 or 6.30. 
Check her out. She is up yeah. and coming, you guys. She was on the Salt and Pepper episode. She's up and coming. Um, uh, AJ P Dub, my boy AJ. <laughs> much love to you. Much love to DJ IE. Much love to my brother Matt, uh, who had an awesome show with Houdini. One of my favorite episodes that we had, just being him bugging out. Uh, much love to my wife Jessica for her perspectives on the female side of things because she's the queen of Diggy A2. She does so many things behind the scenes uh, that I don't give her enough credit for where this platform was going. And last but not least, thank you to you, Frank. Thank you to William James Boyd for helping me on this journey. And that's all we got for the week, you guys. So, um, Thank you to all of you. Next week, we're going to do an honorable mention show on Ice-T. Uh, so, but this show closes out the season. Ice-T has its own honorable mention uh, because he didn't receive enough votes to get into this season, but that's okay. We're still going to honor uh, our homeboy yeah. Ice-T, the OG, the original gangster next week. We're going to yes. talk about Ice-T. And uh, guys, uh, shout out to hip-hop. Shout out to all of our fans. And uh, 100, we'll see you guys next week.